Hello, everyone. America is giving thanks for another A to Z show. <laughs> I am America's sweetheart, Andrew. You're spiking so hard on your intro. I know. I am America's failed comedian, Zach. Thank you guys so much again for joining in on this uh, pre-Thanksgiving recording, anyway. It'll be out a week after Thanksgiving. Yes, or a year. It's yeah, who up knows in the air right now. Point. But yeah, it's uh, Blackout Wednesday. We got hockey to watch. We're going to record this. My voice just break? What was I that? I think so. Like, I think it is. Did I just go through puberty? Are you 12? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start thinking about girls and getting hair in odd places. You already have hair everywhere. There's nothing left to go. That's what's surprising. Is I it going to grow out of your eyeball? I don't have a lot of body hair, surprisingly. Yeah, that is surprising. I, I, I look like I'd be covered in hair. You do. But it's really... You it's, look like you might not be wearing clothes right now. Just hair <laughs> fashioned into clothes. That yeah. I've... I've uh, painted into a shape of a flannel shirt. Mm -hmm. um, no, like I, I have like a little bit on my chest and like I have like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a happy trail. And then my legs and my arms are hairy, but like my back, my shoulders, all that is hairless. Wow. It's odd. It really is. It makes no sense because you look at me and I look like a hairy, like son of a bitch. Right. You, you epitomize the Vikings, like your heritage there. Yeah, maybe the Vikings weren't that hairy. Maybe. Maybe just all the awful stereotypes. Maybe. Maybe they're just, you know, shitting on my culture again, like yeah. always. Like, we fucking hate getting raped and pillaged. Let's just make fun of them and say that they're really hairy. Look, if they didn't want to get raped and pillaged, they shouldn't have had all that gold waiting for them, is all I'm saying. That's true. They did it to themselves. They were asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, all had a good Thanksgiving. I know I did. I'm hoping I do. I, I usually do. It's a pretty fun holiday, actually. I kind of like is. Thanksgiving. I mean, it's football and sitting around and eating. So. Yeah. It's just like eating terrible food for you and drinking as much beer as possible, and mm. you just watch football. It's... Yeah. And pie. So. Yeah, and pie. You've got football and pumpkin pie. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. Sometimes pecan, too. It's like the most American holiday ever. Which I still say pecan. I hate pecan. That's a weird... I don't like that. I don't think too many people say pecan. That's big down south well yeah because southerners can't speak no, that's true i mean that's what it is it's pecan clearly it's the way god intended it i call it peckin oh peckin pie, peckin pie. <laughs> <laughs> now you sound like a western director peckin <laughs> western director what is that supposed to be sam peckinpah that's... oh okay i was told i that was too uh brainy for yeah, me to understand i, get, I got you he did a lot of those John Wayne movies that you and your dad love so much. Yeah, I never looked at who was directing those, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's odd. Hmm. I just cared more about the Duke. That's what I was there for. You have a big, like, full back tattoo, like the guy from, uh, what was that, Running Scared? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, John Wayne is not my favorite Western uh, actor. I would have, like, a thousand percent guessed that it was. He's up there, but he's not my favorite. Wow. My favorite would most likely be, it's got to be Steve McQueen. The director of This Weekend's Widows? Lost me on that one, mm, too. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's two now that I haven't gotten. That's odd yeah. for me. There's a guy now that like he was first uh, recognized when uh, he directed <clears throat> 12 Years a Slave. Oh, okay. He's an African-American British man, and his name is Steve McQueen. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty hilarious. I know. <laughs> no, Steve McQueen is like honestly probably my favorite actor of all time. Like, really, he's just the fucking man. I mean, he had, like, The Magnificent Seven, Bullet, uh, 
the TV show he first started on, Wanted Dead or Alive, where he was like a bounty hunter yeah. and shit like that. Like he was just one of the best actors out there. The Great Escape, another great one. He was just like, I mean, he's called the King of Cool, and he's called the King of Cool for a reason because he's just got like he's full of swagger. He just got big dick energy at all times. Just BDE, Steve McQueen. He was a bad motherfucker. He was a Marine. Oh, really? Yeah. He was in the Marine Corps. Saved uh, three guys from a burning tank at one point. Was also a hoodlum. Before hmm. he joined the Marine Corps, he was, like, stealing hubcaps and shit off cars and getting into street fights all the time, which is why he joined the Marine Corps to, to stay out of juvie. Nice. And then he started acting. <laughs> and then um, what was fun about him acting is that... Um, Apparently, people hated to work with him because he was an asshole, which is that he wanted to make sure the movie was good, so, like, he didn't really put up with a lot of bullshit or play, like, Hollywood games. He also had it written into his contract that he was, he like, while he was getting paid, they had to donate, or while he was working for the film, they had to donate blue jeans, uh, shaving cream, razors, clothes, food to this boy's home that he grew up in. Oh, really? He had that in every one of his contracts. And people wanted to hate him and not do it because it was so much extra work. But he was such a big fucking star that they were just like, all right, I guess. So, he's a badass with a heart of gold. I can relate to that. Steve McQueen's the man. If he if he were alive today, he's who I would have wanted to play a role in, in the Dark Tower movies. Ooh. He got those steely blue eyes, and he's got like just a badass fucking swagger. I think it would be perfect for it. Yeah. He's also a great actor. Well, that, so. that helps too, yeah. Not that Idris Elba did bad, it was just that... He, uh, I'm not sure what character he was playing. I don't know what they were going for with that film. Yeah. You talk about dropping the ball. That one hurt me a lot watching that movie. <laughs> I've been I, re uh, reading those books, by the I way. I think I like physically <laughs> saw you die a little bit. I felt during like it. that hour and forty minutes. It was just there was so much that just it made no sense, and it just like they basically bought the names of the character and they made their own movie. Yeah, it's like, a real bummer. Because parts of that could have been cool. The uh, Idris Elba being Roland was a little weird. Not that he couldn't play it because he's a good character, but like it ended up not mattering because they didn't follow the books. But I was like, well, they follow the books. Like, what are him and Susanna going to like argue over? Yeah, it's like, that, that's she, like a 30 page section of drawing of the three. Yeah, about how <laughs> that's he's like the entire part of her yeah, character. Yeah. He's a honky motherfucker and yeah. she doesn't trust the, the really bad man, I think yeah. is what Detta calls him. So, but it, it ended up not mattering because that movie made no money. All right. And uh, so it's not going to get a sequel, so we're not going to have to worry about it, which is cool. And the rights have transferred to Amazon now, and they're going to make a TV show. So. Thank God. That is, that's what it should have been from the beginning. It really There's way too much in those books to make a movie out of them. Oh, yeah. I wonder how that TV show is going to start. I don't know. Do you think they'll go chronologically, or will they going to That's follow, almost what I was wondering. Like, are they going to follow the path of the book? The comics were pretty good where they started doing the chronological order. Yeah, I, I, I like those a lot, too. Those are fun. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah, the, the the comics were a lot of fun. I enjoyed those a lot. Even when like it got into the shit that was like shit that I read already, I was I was still enjoying it because like the first couple ones that came out were like sort of not covered by the books. They were like different stories and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then it got like it just kept getting cooler and cooler. And then like they got into what was the novels and stuff like that. Like um, there's almost like an entire. I, I think there was an entire comic that was just devoted to essentially, uh, like, the fight at Largo, in, or Lago, however you said it, in mm -hmm. Wizard in the Glass, and then his, like, dream that he has going through the uh, grapefruit. grapefruit. Yeah. So, 
And that was a lot of fun. The artwork on those is amazing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been rereading those books. Nice. I'm on, uh, I'm about halfway through the Wastelands right now, like a little bit over. Okay. Started reading The Gunslinger last week, so I've been kind of flying through those. It's been a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, a series you've read as much as you have, I mean, it's going to go quicker that way, too. Yeah. It also, like, I just, I don't get tired of those books, man. I've read those so many times, and it's just, I'm always, yeah. I it's, always like Especially them. those first four. Whenever I first got into the mm-hmm. series, that was the only ones that were out, so... Yeah, I just reread and reread those over and over again. Yeah, the the fourth one's my favorite. To be sure. honest, five, six, and seven I've only read once. Five is amazing. You should go back and just just yeah. read five, even if you want to. That's uh, Wolves of Kala. That's one of the better ones of the whole series. Yeah, if you ask me. But uh, and then the Wind Through the Keyhole. I always forget about that one too. I've only read that one once. Yeah. So this will be my second time reading it this time. And I'll actually, I think. Where I'm are gonna you going to throw it in? I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to do it just chronologically, just yeah. after 4, because mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's known as like 4.5. Yeah. I think I'm just going to do it chronologically, just read it after 4, and then just move on that way. Makes sense. Since I don't have to worry about spoilers, because I think I can close my eyes and write out what the what happens in those novels. So <laughs> It's funny about the third one with uh, The Wastelands. The first time I read through all of them, The Wastelands was probably like my least favorite book of the series. Really? It was like... A tie between that one and Song of Susanna. I really didn't like either of those that much. Mm-hmm. Like I still liked them. Obviously, it's my favorite book series. I'll, right. I'll I'll take those books over pretty much any other book at any time. That's not in the series. But like every time I've read Wastelands, I've liked it more and more. Like I just it's, I it's easily my favorite one. Really? Yeah. It's your favorite one. Yeah. For sure. No, the fourth one's definitely my favorite one. I think it was like four, five, one would probably be my top three. Young Roland's just too heartbreaking for me. That's the thing that kills it for me in Wizarding Glass. Like, I can see old Roland being that way to his friends because mm-hmm. you know he's he's been through it. But to see him be that tough and callous and just you know, destiny calls. I have to do this. Yeah, kinda, somebody had as as a young man. Like that just that's heartbreaking. Just seeing him knowing that he's that defeated that young. Like it just it hurts. Somebody had to do it. I know, it's true. Yeah, that's the best part about him. That's what, one of the reasons I like his character is that he's, like, begrudgingly moving forward at all times. Where he's just like, I, I'm, I'm not going to stop. This yeah. is, I don't care. Path of the Bean. Exactly. It's Ka. It's all It's all Ka. There's a lot of little bits in uh, the Wastelands that I pick up on that mm-hmm. I always, like, even kind of makes me laugh almost that I like so much. Like the... Uh, the part whenever Gasher's running Eddie or uh, running Jake through the you know like the maze and all that, mm-hmm. and then uh, Roland intentionally trips that one uh, trap, and like Ed, uh, Roland trips it and he's like um, he's like I he's like I hope Gasher bought that he's like there's no way Jake would believe that a gunslinger would fall to a trap like that and then it's like Jake hears it and he's like Roland's dead there's no way he survived that. <laughs> and he's just like son of a bitch yeah. how dare you <laughs> yeah that was one of my favorite ones where he's like. Like, the first trap, he almost gets caught by. Then the second one, he's like, how could anyone fall for this? This is fucking ridiculous. Like, even someone with qu- quick enough reflexes could probably trigger that and still get out of the drop zone. Like, fucking idiots. <laughs> Amateurs. Like, I can't wait to kill you, sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's the part I just got to. Roland just killed Gasher and all that. Like, the door gets open and mm, just blows, mind, like, yeah. all the grays away, which is, like, one of my favorite things ever. Now, when there's also that good part where, uh, bef- before that happens... Where Jake is like, you know, it's like his inner monologue. 
And it's like, he, he doesn't want to die yet because he doesn't want to just take Gasher with him. He's trying to take a, as many with him as he can. And it's just like, Roland would have understood. <laughs> I just love shit like that. He gets it. Number three does introduce probably the best member of the quartet. Oi. Oi. I mean, he's he's number one for sure. Absolutely. He's adorable. I think that's the only time I legitimately cried during the series. I, I teared up at the part where he bites Jake's hand to keep from falling off the bridge. Yeah. And, like, you can tell he's sad and, like, won't lick the blood off his chops because he didn't want to hurt Jake. Like, I teared up reading that where I was just like, oh, he's, he's just the best man. Like, yeah. He's the best boy. <laughs> <laughs> the next dog I get is for sure getting called Oi, by the way. Like, 100% that is going to happen. <laughs> I, I named my cat Rago, so I'm going to name my dog Oi. <laughs> Be like, yeah, two of my favorite book series in the same house. Unless you get a Billy Bumper first. I mean, the moment they become real, I'll be grabbing one, I can tell you that much. Who wouldn't? Oh, they're the best. They even talk. I'm going to teach it curse words. All right. Are you ready to start? We can, yeah. Have I talked enough? On, yeah, uh... I think so. Because I can keep talking about the Dark Tower. If you want. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's I got no doubt time. about that. I mean, I got time. It's cool. I'm off tomorrow. I mean, Drunk Zach's going to be showing up in about... Oh, 45 minutes from Okay, now, well, you better get to topics then, so... <laughs> I think we're getting better at this whole yeah. casting of the pods thing. I think so. It's we we got a bit of a, a flow going. Yeah. Not quite the hustle yet, but we got the flow. Yeah, we definitely have the flow. We need to get T.I. in here to, mm. and the... Oh, Three fuck. Six Mafia. Three Six Mafia, thank you. That was the one who made the song for that, mm. and they won like an Oscar for it. It's hard out here casting pods. <laughs> 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 Too many levels spiking, and you know you stop, and you stop. <laughs> like it <laughs> well since we recorded on a friday last week mm -hmm. i was like well i don't know how many topics we're really gonna be able to get i still got quite a few but it's been a busy week i didn't actually get to look at anything through my news feeds mm -hmm. until this morning and almost the first thing i saw i was like yeah we have to talk about this first okay you might have saw it also i know you get on twitter quite a bit so today november 21st uh -oh. it's the 20 year anniversary of one of the greatest games of all time. Is it really? Yeah, came out November 21st, 1998, 20 years ago today, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Oh, wow. 20 years old. That is so crazy. I, I love that fucking game so it much. It is dude. a brilliant game. I have, I think I've bought that game like three times now at this point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah? Bought it for the N64, bought it for the GameCube, and then bought it for my 3DS. <laughs> Oh, the 3D. Mm. Yeah, I haven't played that one yet, but I have the other two you mentioned. <laughs> well, I ha I have the uh, Legend of Zelda version of the th uh, 3DS that I bought, so it's gold and it has the Tri oh, the Triforce. Yeah. yeah, so I think the first game I bought on it was the Ocarina of Time. Actually, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> nice. It's funny when you go back and play that because mm -hmm. you're a little lost for like the first ten minutes, and then everything comes back to you, and like you could play that game with your eyes closed at that point. You're like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, no, I've I played this forty fucking times. Mm -hmm. I know exactly how many times to rotate the camera to get to behind my view and know where I'm going next. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's crazy, though. Yeah, look, reading through it, like, oh, it was the first game to feature a target lock-on system. Really? And the first to have context-sensitive buttons. So the harder you hit the button, the faster you run or whatever, yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. And they have since become common in 3D adventure games, obviously. Yeah, true. Hmm. It's such a groundbreaking game. The fucking, I mean, the music of the Ocarina of Time is, the soundtrack to that game is amazing. Oh, yeah. 
it's so good. I mean, it's just a great story in the end. And oh, man, that's so awesome. It makes me so happy to hear that. I'm such a big Zelda fan. Oh, I know. Who is it that's doing the Zelda story? Is it Netflix that's going to do a Zelda TV show? I think so. Right? Yeah. I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah. Well, like, I, I just... I, I don't know how you do a Zelda uh, TV show when your main protagonist is uh, voiceless. I mean, granted, he's not going to be voiceless ah. in the yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, game <laughs> that, or he'll talk like the uh, was it from the Sega CDI, the live action or oh, uh, the, 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 the animated. Yeah. Great, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop Ganon. It's terrible. What's your favorite Zelda game? Is it Ocarina of Time? Yeah, man, that's a tough one. It, it's really close, but I really love uh, Link to the Past. That's a good one. That was actually my first. You know what else is amazing? I had an NES, and I think I had the original Zelda, but it was like way too hard for me back then, and mm-hmm. I didn't really play it. Oh, no, the original one took no prisoners. Oh, yeah. It didn't give a fuck who you were. Mm-mm. It was dangerous to go alone. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially if you didn't even walk down there in yeah. the first place. Yeah, like, they're really yeah, fun. Yeah, you don't yeah. have a sword. <laughs> I'm just wandering around like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, they, I keep dying in this game. They gave you no hints. They were just like, there you go. Yeah. You're in the world. Figure the fuck out. <laughs> fuck you. No saves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I'm a big fan of uh, Wind Waker, for one. That's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Wind Waker is amazing, and the art style is just so cool and like different. Really cool. I, I never understood why so many people were hating on that when it first came out. Because it was different. Like even still, though, that's part of the fun of it. You like, would think that's but, what like drew my attention to it. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not just another you know Zelda game. Not that I would ever hate that, but yeah. But if there's any if there's anything I've learned from the internet, it's that people hate change of any kind, and they will always bitch, regardless of how good the game is. Yeah. They were bitching about that before the game came out. And then the game came out and it won a shit ton of awards because it was fantastic. And everybody was like, I've liked it from the beginning. I never said anything bad about it. Like, oh yeah? Look at your fucking Reddit comments, you blind cunt. I have a bit of a unpopular opinion when it comes to Zelda games, though. I was not a fan of Majora's Mask. Really? I liked some of it, but I hated the fucking clock system. I hated that so much. I don't like being rushed. Hmm. Like, because when I play a game, I want to explore every little bit, and then like until you get fucking... sidetracked. Like this was the perfect way to so you could not get sidetracked. They were forcing you to complete the game. Yeah, but I don't want to be led by the fucking hand. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Like let me get there. I'll do it in my own fucking time. So yeah, I was not. I mean, the music's amazing. The artwork's awesome. The mm. actual transformation. Math, me, yeah, yeah, the transformations were cool. The mass system was cool. The story was awesome. Uh, you know, it would make a great tattoo, which I'm still thinking about getting. Mm-hmm. The just the mask, because that was just such a cool looking mask. Oh yeah. But I just didn't like the time system where you got to just keep going, like you know, going back and then just learning how to do it as quickly as possible to try to run through it in three days. And I'm like, oh, fucking, I'll I'll get there in my time. All right, thank you very much. I'll play it when I want to play it. Don't fucking tell me when I have to go. Controversial opinion, I know, but I'm not a big fan of Majora's Mask. Yeah. And I. Would have never beat it if not for a uh, strategy guide. That's true. That fucking, no fucking water way. temple. That is one of the hardest that Zelda is... temples ever. Oh my god. I would rather pull my own eyes out than play oh. like a temple. That's so hard. Yeah. I don't. Kudos to you if you beat that temple without a guide. I don't know how you did that. I don't know who wrote that guide. Yeah. I assumed it was whoever made the fucking yeah, temple. Yeah, the programmer. <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, yeah, that's how I make some extra money on mm-hmm. the side. 
I do love this. I've never heard of Edge. I don't know if it's a website or a magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they voted it in 2009 as the best video game ever. And this quote is really cool. Ocarina of Time is here on this list, not because Nintendo had the power and wisdom to make a great game, but because it had the courage to make a unique one. That's fair. I mean, looking back on it now, I didn't realize that, like, all the shit that they put in that game that had never been done before that is now legitimately a staple of video games. Every game, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. And then, and then you look back and you go, how come we didn't think of that beforehand? Like, that's, yeah. it seems so fucking, like, natural. Right, like, yeah. so intuitive. Like, that would make sense to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I love yeah. Zelda. It's but so anyway, good. happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. So I was actually 16 when the game came out. So this was one of the first games that I bought with a paycheck that I earned from my first job. So, oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And I was so happy. I, I waited in line. I got to Walmart early and got one of the, like, four gold copies that they had. Ooh. They sold those, the first four that they had. I was the third one in line, so. Excellent. Yeah. And sticking <laughs> with our video game theme, mm-hmm. your favorite Castlevania Netflix show is soon going to be joined with Devil May Cry. Huh. So they're going to turn it into a... Like multiverse. Is it going to be animated? Or? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll also be same animation style, same showrunners. They also got the license to do a Devil May Cry series. And they're going to try to intertwine the two somehow. Nice. I don't know if you played much Devil May Cry. Oh, I love Devil May Cry. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. I'm a huge fan. I, I played the first one back on PS2. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I ever beat it. but I own Devil May Cry 2. I like that one a lot. Devil May Cry 3 was one of the hardest fucking games out there. I don't know if you ever played oh, really? Devil May Cry 3. Hmm. It was like Dark Souls before Dark Souls came out. That game was unforgivable. Damn. And it was funny to make a game that hard because then like in your uh, in all the cutscenes, it's still Dante being Dante where he's like untouchable and like can't be killed and shit mm-hmm. like that. And then it cuts to the game and you just get your shit ram- like, like, reamed in. One shot, one kill. <laughs> pretty much. Like the opening, uh, like, the opening cinematic, he has like eight blades in him and he knocks them all out. He's like, ah, you can't stop me. I'm Dante. And then like it cuts to the gameplay and you die in three hits. And you're like, fuck, like what, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to exist in the Castlevania universe. Is, is mm-hmm. that already like, is that a thing already? Does Castlevania exist in the same universe as Devil May Cry? Or? I don't think that this is the first time they're going to try it. Hmm. How's that going to work? Yeah. yeah. It seems weird. I mean, I hope it's good. I like Devil May Cry. I think, I mean, Dante's an empty character, but a fun character. I'm certainly so. not shutting it out. Like, it, it sounds like a decent idea. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to turn it down. I, I'm going to keep my hopes up, I guess, and mm. pray to God it doesn't suck dicks, so <laughs> I don't have to uh, justify the fact that I liked the first three Devil May Cry games. <laughs> the fourth one, so. Yeah. And then that one that they tried to redo for Xbox 360. Oh, where DMC. They gave, yeah, where they gave Dante fucking, like, uh, Panic at the Disco hair. And I was like, I'm, I'm already over this. Yeah. This one can go fuck itself. I'm done here. Five's looking pretty cool, though. That is fair. The little bit that I've seen has looked pretty cool. I haven't, yeah. like, looked really deep into it, uh, but I've seen a little bit of stuff. All I saw was, like, a trailer where, like, one of his swords now, like, breaks apart and turns into a motorcycle, and he drives away. I was like, that, that's awesome. I'm kind of sold on that already. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have the uh, Panic of the Disco hair anymore, does he? No, no, this is... That that wasn't canon. That was a different. Oh, thank Christ! So that this one's actually Devil May Cry Five. Oh, okay. Picking up where four left off. Right on. That other one just called DMC or whatever. So yeah, I don't remember. I liking... think that was even a different like production house that made that game. So. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't even remember like liking four that much either, to be honest with you. Hmm. 
Because you didn't play as Dante. You played as, like, Nero or something like that. It was, like, some, like, third guy who wasn't Dante or his brother. Mm-hmm. But you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I wanted to play... I don't want to play as Dante. That's the only reason I'm playing fucking, excuse me, Devil May Cry. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, they have confirmed they're bringing him back for five, and he's old now. He's got, like, gray hair. Does he got a beard? Yeah, I think so. Yes! I'm in. Let's look it up real quick. Double check. (laughs) Do it. No, just double. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's better than nothing. He kind of looks like Norman Reedus. Yeah, he does. (laughs) Now they're bringing Nero back, too, apparently. Oh, yeah? Which one's that? One in the middle. Okay. That was the guy from Devil May Cry 4. I think his name is Nero. That sounds right. Who's that guy on the left? Is that the guy from DMC? I don't think so. <laughs> he looks like Kylo Ren. You can buy a version of the game for $8,600 that comes with Dante's coat. Sold. <laughs> I mean, I would wear that unironically. I think it's a nice coat. It is pretty nice. I own a red leather jacket. Is so, it really? Yeah. It's not like super long or have like cut off sleeves, but I do own a red leather jacket. I'm a big fan of it. It hasn't been cold enough to wear it yet. <laughs> is that a Mega Man buster? Yeah. That is fucking awesome. Apparently it's one of the DLCs. Oh, good. So they're having a little bit of fun with this. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Right on. Right on. Do you remember the name of his guns? Oh, no, I don't. Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Nice. One silver, one's black. I mean, that makes sense then. Yeah, I think the sword is called like Oblivion or something like that. I don't know. That I'm not sure on. But I do know that his guns were called Ebony and Ivory. So, <laughs> so the next time you're playing Devil May Cry, make sure you got some Stevie Wonder playing in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just to get you in the mood for that demon slaying. Okay, what the fuck is what? Yeah, isn't this weird? This is wrong is what this is. So transitioning to some DC news to get Zach mad and confused. We're going to start light with, uh, they have that DC the universe, that universe on yet, yeah, yeah. WB or CW, whatever it is. Yeah, now. CW. On the Supergirl show that they have. Have you watched any of that yet? I have not. Me neither. Uh, they're going to do Lex Luthor, finally. He's going to show up, and he's going to arrive. They're doing an Elseworld crossover. It's going to introduce a Batwoman. Which I know Batgirl, I didn't know there was a Batwoman. But I mean, I've seen comics of Batwoman, okay. but I don't really know who it is or if it was ever canon All off right. the top of my head. Granted, it didn't say Batman, so I didn't care. So That's fair. Call me sexist if you, if you want. Yeah, I'd rather call you misogynistic. That's a more fun word. It's more just bias if yeah. it wasn't Batman, so I didn't care. That's true. But yeah. Lex Luthor in this universe is going to be played by John Cryer. From Two and a Half yeah, Men. What the, is, is that supposed to be him as Lex Luthor there? That, that picture? That is him auditioning for it, yeah. Are you fucking <laughs> shitting me? <laughs> Doesn't that just speak evil villain to you? Just when I thought DC couldn't get any fucking worse, uh-huh. they go and find another way to fuck everything up. About a fucking universe that I could give it two dicks about. No, man, this is this is Lex Luthor to a T. Oh, yeah, no, he looks horrifying. This is exactly what you picture. Look how fucking scrawny and, like, unfit he is, too. That's another thing. Like, Lex Luthor is supposed to be, like, super jacked and shit like that because mm-hmm. he's trained himself to, like, the limit of what a human can be and shit like that. That's why he hates Superman. He hates being perceived as weak. He yeah. wants to be strong in all aspects, mind and body. Exactly. And then this little fucking Jesse Eisenberg, bald-headed, fucking no-testosterone-having bitch. Oh, fuck. Jesse Eisenberg played 
Lex Luthor too. Already, yeah. So yeah, so that's that's twice now they've fucked Lex Luthor up, and I blocked Jesse Eisenberg's out because I hated that fucking movie so much that. Yeah. Well, we're gonna watch him instead. I know. I just like to pretend like it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, man? That's supposed to be the biggest villain that Superman has to fight, huh? Yeah, that's his right greatest there. challenge. John Cryer, a guy who I could beat with my hand tied behind my back, half drunk. Yep. Superman is gonna have a, a problem with this dude. Yep. Whatever. Who cares? He, he knows your kryptonite. He'll have an advantage. It's him. <laughs> Get so angry, I can't see. <sighs> what the fuck is the? I'm just so fucking. I mean. I've tried to watch some of the the CWDC shows. Uh-huh. Um, tried to watch Arrow. It was okay, I guess. I kind of hated it, just because I like the character of Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Like Oliver Queen is cool and shit like that. And they tried to just do Batman with a, with a bow and arrow, uh, yeah. essentially. And then like, what's his name? Stephen Amell, I think, is his name, right? Yep. Who who plays him? He is. Um, I mean, he's a great looking man. Totally gorgeous, and he's super jacked. His fucking body's amazing in that show. But when it comes to acting, not exactly top-tier talent we're talking about here. There's a reason he's on TV. Yeah, and uh, he's just, and the stories suck. They do, like, this bullshit thing about him being on an island and Slade Wilson and shit. Sh- I don't know. Anyway, tried to watch Arrow, really couldn't get through it. Tried to watch a little bit of The Flash. The Flash, I liked better. I was going to say, that's the one I've heard is like the breakthrough. Like, if you're going to watch one of them, that's the one you want to watch. The ones, like the parts that I've watched of The Flash, I've enjoyed. It's been kind of fun. Um, I just stopped watching it because I had so much other shit to watch that I just, you know, gravitated towards that instead. Yeah, absolutely. The Flash wasn't bad. The parts that I watched, I have no idea what the current season was like or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I did hear that they eventually brought in Gorilla Grodd. So okay. I got to give him kind of fucking uh, a little bit of thumbs up for that, that you had the balls to put the yeah, super intelligent monkey from, you know, Gorilla World in your show. That's, that's not pretty, conventional at all. Yeah, that's pretty fucking awesome. Supergirl. I don't know anything about that. I also never watched Smallville, so I'm already at a loss here. OK. And Legends of Tomorrow. You ever watch that? I had a friend of mine who was really into Smallville when it first came out, but uh I never watched it because I never gave a fuck about Superman. So yeah. I was like, I already don't care about Superman. Oh, you mean that guy that Batman can kick his ass? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I thought the whole time. And then, like, he's not even full, full-powered full Superman at that point. He's like a teenager. doesn't have yeah. all his powers yet. So I'm like, fucking Bruce, Bruce Wayne's in the mountains somewhere learning to be a ninja, and you're just fucking going to high school, and you're sad because your girlfriend doesn't like you? Fuck off. So I never watched Smallville. Wasn't a big fan of that. Um... Yeah, this here, John Cryer is Lex Luthor. Just looking at this picture that I'm looking at, mm-hmm. he looks like a substitute music teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't exactly scream Lex Luthor to me. So, so. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to watch the show anyway, so they can do whatever the fuck they want to it. Ruin Supergirl all you want. I have no uh, like emotions towards that character whatsoever. Right. With the next one... It's kind of something I thought was just a little neat. I don't, I don't think it's gonna anger you too much. It's kind of a cool <clears throat> little throwback, maybe mm-hmm. even. I don't even know if you really realize. Uh, you probably do. You're a big Batman fan. That's true. So let's just roll into it. They're uh, redoing a poll now on the DC Universe that was ran originally back in 1988. 
Yeah, it was originally they, Jason they Todd died. Jason Todd should live or die. Mm-hmm. See, I knew he dies. I know that, like that whole famous, you know, obviously arc and everything. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a fan vote. Yeah. That's oh, crazy. oh, you didn't know that? No, yeah, I no, no it's idea. It's an amazing, uh, like, little bit they did. Yeah. So, if you want to go ahead and read this one. Oh, sure. Yeah. Directly uh, mirroring a controversial poll from 1988, DC Universe is asking fans if they want to see Jason Todd, a.k.a. Robin. As reported by Nerdist, the original poll came from the A Death in the Family story arc that ran across four Batman comics by Jim Starling and Jim Aparo. Fucking great story arc, by the way. It's amazing. The poll was included in Batman 427, which saw Jason Todd, who was generally less liked than his predecessor, Dick Grayson, expelled by Batman for being too rash and impulsive, culminating in Joker beating Todd before setting a time bomb. Beats him with a crowbar, by the way. Uh, The poll was included in the comic in the form of two 1-900 numbers. Fans could call one to see Todd killed. Another would save his life. It's got a copy of the actual comic page. You can prevent it with a telephone call. Nice. Yeah. How many times would you have called if you could have? I mean, at least 10 or 11. Yeah. I would have wanted to live. I always liked Jason Todd. Oh, yeah? I was a big fan of the Red Hood, like his storyline that he gets afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, that's fine. Because people don't know what happens to him yet. Uh, per comicbook.com, the original poll was only open for 36 hours and cost 50 cents per call. Over 10,000 votes were made. Wow, look at that. That's like that's $5,000 to decide Todd's fates. And fans chose his death, which is true, <laughs> in the next issue. Batman was you too late. Cynical to... assholes. It's pretty Batman hilarious. Fans. They, they, everyone hated Jason Todd at first. They were just not a fan. Which, to be fair, Dick Grayson was written a little bit better, so of course they're mm-hmm. gonna like him. I mean, he's not but... that cool though. Yeah, I mean, I always liked Jason Todd myself because he was like, uh, if I remember correctly, he gets brought in to be Robin because he's trying to steal the hubcaps off of the Batmobile. <laughs> so I always just kind of liked that. I'm like, yeah, what a badass! Like that's awesome. This kid's cool. Yeah. Uh, Batman was too late to save his young ward. Now, the same poll is being conducted on DC Universe, though it appears only members can access it. Tens of thousands of votes have been cast, and as of the time of writing, the choice to keep Todd alive is heavily favored. Yeah! Because under the Red Hood! This time, it appears the poll isn't actually tied to the fate of any current Robin. Rather, it's a fun exercise to see how modern voters would decide. The alternate ending, where Todd survived, was released in the DC Comics Classic Library Batman A Death in the Family Collection, this unused final page show Batman saving the barely alive Todd from the wreckage of a building. So yeah, Jason Todd. Um, I actually liked him as Robin, like I said, because of the whole uh, trying to steal the hubcaps off the Batmobile, which I just think is hilarious. Not a lot of people liked him, mm-hmm. so they sort of like you know gave it up to the uh, readers. They're like, eh, well, you want him to fucking live then or not? And clearly, everybody was like, fuck him, let's kill him off. He ends up coming back in a uh, story called Under the Red Hood. Right. Which got turned into an animated film, which is amazing, by the way. It used to be on Netflix. It might not be anymore. Okay. If it is still on Netflix, give it a watch. It's fucking great. Okay. Same guy that did the Justice League Doom? Yeah. That kind of style? Mm-hmm. All right. And um, the comic book, I want to say it was written by Grant Morrison. I might be wrong on that. Okay. I want to say Grant Morrison. What happens is Talia Al Ghul, who at the time Batman and uh, him had like Batman and her had like kind of a romance thing going on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, kind of uh, off and on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and they still do. That's where Damien came from. Right. She heard about what happened and like took Jason Todd's body and put him in one of the Lazarus pits that oh, that Race uses. So they yeah. bring him back to life that Ross. way. Uh, so they bring him back to life that way, and then he gets a little bit more training from them. Comes back to Gotham as the Red Hood and starts fucking capping criminals like a motherfucker, like Punisher style, where it's like, hey, they fucking killed me, so 
That's how you want to play the game. That's how we we'll wow. play the game. So he's just fucking capping criminals and shit like that. And escaping from, like, Nightwing and Batman and shit. So I was like, say, is he coming after Batman? Yeah. Like, no, he, 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 he doesn't come after Batman oh. at first, really, that much. Okay. Oh, I, I forgot to add, for the animated movie, uh, the voice of Jason Todd is Jensen Ackles. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. Does a really good good job, by the way. He's oh, actually yeah? a really good uh, voice actor. Nice. But uh, they kind of just, like, Jason Todd just tries to stay, uh, like, away from Batman, basically, the whole time. Where he's just like, yeah, you know what, like... I'm here to fuck to fuck up criminals. I'm sick of your pussyfooting around like, oh, let's, let's just break their legs. Fuck that. I'm putting bullets in heads. And then his whole goal is to eventually kill the Joker because that's who he wants revenge on is the guy who actually killed him, not just because Batman wasn't there in time. But uh, there's a fun little bit in the comic and in the movie where Batman like throws like a, like a rope basically uh, around his leg as he's trying to jump off a building. Okay. And he turns and cuts it right as it gets taut, and it cuts through the rope and shit like that. So he's going back and trying to study that because he's like, <clears throat> first off, it's a it's a training that he's taught somebody before. Where if you're going to cut a rope that's tied, you you wait till it's taut, that way your knife goes through. And then uh, I think it's Tim Drake at that point is Robin. And he's like, yeah, but other people could know that too. And Batman's like, yeah, but how many people do you know that carry a knife that can cut through my ropes? So it's like that's how he kind of starts to figure out that this guy knows him. And he picks the red hood because that was what uh, – it was an outfit that the Joker used to use before he became the Joker kind of thing. So uh, that happens. You know, the whole thing goes by. Eventually Batman stops him and Jason Todd escapes. Turned into a comic book series that I own a couple of called Red, red Hooded and the Outlaws. Oh, really? Where it's like him and uh, Starfire – and a couple of other different people where they're having their own kind of like it's sort of like people who got cast off and like weren't read a lot so they turned them into like almost an a-team style sort of thing okay it's an amazing story i'll, I'll have to loan it to you at some point i have at least the first trade paperback okay. if i'm not mistaken but yeah red, red red hood and the outlaws is a fantastic story so i feel vindicated knowing that i would have voted for jason todd to live because mm-hmm. it turned into a really good story that people like now people like the red hood all of a sudden <laughs> all right so you know my style by now. Mm-hmm. Made you a little grumpy. Now nah, you're a little too happy. You're a little too smiley. I love Jason Todd. Let, let's drag you back down. Good thinking. Mm, this is going to be fun. Makes for better uh, podcasts. Whatever. Yeah. Your favorite DC Universe show, Titans. They aired episode six over the week. Actually, while we were recording. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We get our first look at the Batmobile and the Bat Computer <sighs> In one of Robin's uh, flashback scenes when he was back at Red's Robin in the Batcave. Mm-hmm. And uh, guess what, buddy? Mm. Take a look at this Batmobile here. See if you uh, if that uh, spark any memories for you. You sons of bitches. Does it look pretty pretty familiar to you? Because uh, IGN did some research. It looks like it was the Batmobile from Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, that's clearly what that is. So the Batman that kills people that Robin hates is, is the one that you love. my favorite Batman mm-hmm. of all time. Yep. That is the greatest that? iteration of Batman. How about yeah. that? Well, of course. They would pick the last good time they made a good Batman story and put that in there because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. You're just a fan of a killer Batman over here. I am so fucking angry right now. I just... Uh, whatever they'll do anything to make me angry I honestly think that who's ever is the showrunner for this is just on uh, they're just trying to make me angry that's what I think I'll be honest with you now they do say that although it is out of focus the front of the car appears to have some subtle red elements as well 
and red is not an uncommon design choice for the Batmobile, because you've seen it before in the Adam West show, Batman Beyond, and some Grant Morrison versions. Yeah. So it's not definitely that, but I mean, you Yeah, but those three versions right? you just mentioned are also mm. great versions of Batman. So you've taken the good parts of Batman, mm. and you just fucked him up. Why not make it a tank like we did in the fucking Justice League? Because since he's blowing people up, should it just be like an M1 Abrams, and it's just got a fucking turret on it? Yeah. And then... Here's the pictures of the back computer that you see. It's just a shit ton of fucking, monitors. That's all yeah, there. monitors. I don't know why yeah. I'm supposed to. Now oh, the Maroni crop. This kid doesn't even look good. I'll be honest with you. I'm not <laughs> a fan. He's not jacked enough to be like Grayson. Yeah. He should have some muscle tone on him. He was a fucking uh, acrobat and then was trained by Bruce Wayne. Like you'd think he'd have a little bit more muscle tone. Mm-hmm. This kid looks scrawny. I think I could fuck him up. I don't want to see a Dick Grayson that I think I could beat in a fight. But and you're going to, because we're going to watch this. And that's what I'm looking at right now, is yeah. a Dick Grayson that I know for a fact I could bend over in prison fuck if I wanted to. The only reason this kid's alive is because I'm allowing it. He should Every morning he wakes up, he should thank me. I fucking, I am. When are we going to start watching this, by the way? Mm, that's a good question. You're going to need to not be on call. Yeah. For one. That's true. And I'm going to need to probably take monday off if we do it on a weekend because <laughs> i'm gonna i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna scream so fucking much six episodes in huh yep. and they haven't canceled it yet they've already renewed it for season two remember? oh yeah that's right yeah they renewed it for season two for like before the first it even began yeah. yeah whatever this is gonna suck so fucking hard it's not mm-hmm. even funny maybe that's what they're going for maybe they're just trying to force me to watch it mm-hmm. and like force everybody like me who likes batman like we're gonna have to watch it yeah those few people out there the minority so that you haven't watched yet, so you shouldn't judge. You might like it. I'm judging. <laughs> All right, so I shoved you down into the depths, so I got to bring you back up a little bit. Oh, speaking of not judging, before you've uh, watched, mm-hmm. have I told you about me and Emma going through the Harry Potter movies? No, because you know how like I sh- I shit talk Harry Potter constantly. You really do, yeah. Because I'm not a fan of Harry Potter. That's fair. I realized the other day that I've only ever seen the first four. Oh, really? I saw the first four once each, uh-huh. and then I saw the part two of the last one so i missed like three books like three movies in between (laughs) and uh so me and her decided to watch them all so Mm -hmm. we're on like part two of the last one now oh technically i've seen them all at this point still hate it okay so there we go glad to know that i was vindicated just as much as you did before pretty much yeah if not more more, to be honest with you yeah because the um here's the thing about at least what i think about the harry potter universe sorry rachel i know if if she's listening she's just fuming this is the ultimate rachel right now she is so pissed because she loves harry potter and she hates when i shit talk harry potter she's got like three tattoos doesn't she i know she has at least one here's the one thing i'll say about she also, in her fucking engagement photos, had a goddamn Harry Potter umbrella, which... Oh, really? Yeah, didn't get struck by lightning for some reason. I'm kidding, Rachel. I love you. Um, here's what I'll say about Harry Potter. It seems like they built a good world. There's a fun world you can play with there. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the micro of like the characterization and characters learning and growing and becoming like fuller and richer and learning from things and changing as a character, that doesn't happen whatsoever. Yeah, in the movies it doesn't. Does it happen in the books? Where does it happen bit. in the books? A little bit. How? Explain it. Well, it's all written from Harry's perspective, so you really don't see that much about yeah. the other characters, how they grow. Harry is the worst protagonist of of all time. It's pretty rough. It's really hard, that... to re- it's hard, it's hard to read book five. It's 
That's really nothing that happens in those books that gets accomplished is because of Harry. He's the most passive protagonist that's ever existed. And then I think that's actually like part of the story at the end. And is that like uh, what's his name, Neville? The one kid who grew up to be uh, attractive out of the whole kid cast from the Harry Potter uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Isn't he like the exact same thing as Harry Potter? Yeah, for a long time people were wondering if he was actually going to be the chosen one instead of Harry. It wasn't the thing though, was that they were both the chosen one, so technically nothing that Harry Potter did meant anything because Neville would have just done it anyway. That's one reading of it, yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. it's all, he's the most passive fucking protagonist that's ever existed. Nothing that he does means any, none of it. Technically, Neville does destroy the final Horcrux whenever he chops off Nagini's head. So. Yeah, he, he has the sword of Gryffindor, which he pulls out of the hat, which Harry also does, which again shows you that Harry means fucking dick all. He's a useless character. He's the most passive, and he's the fucking protagonist, and he affects nothing of the story or the world. And you have to read through his fucking uh, viewpoint for eight books, seven books? Seven, yeah. Eight, eight, eight movies, seven books. Yeah. So you have to read through the viewpoint of the guy who has zero effect on anything for seven books. It would be like it would be like a presidential race where you only listen to whatever Bob Dole was saying at all times. Nothing he says or does is going to mean anything, but that's the story you're going to I wish I knew the books a little better to defend it cuz I think there is a better way to defend it, not like super much, but doubt it. Yeah. I got nothing. There are parts of the movies that I've liked. Mhm. I like Hagrid. He's pretty dope. And the guy who's playing him is fun. Yeah. I like uh, Gary Oldman's in it, and I like him. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like... Um, there's a couple women in that who I would totally pipe. Like, there's some pretty hot chicks in there. Yeah. Like, the one who has the hair that changes color. She's pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, Helen Bada Carter's pretty hot in that movie. We've talked about that before. Yeah, I, she's I, crazy I, and evil. I love it. That's my, yeah. that's, my, that's, my, that's my shit. She scares me more than anything. I'd, I'd be terrified. <clears throat> that's how I like it, though. I like to have a little bit of fear. Yeah. And I, th- then, I think if you sleep with her, you're like, it's like a praying mantis. Like, she would bite your head off afterwards. Is, yeah, but is there a better way that you want to go out? Yeah, yeah, I don't want to, so. You gotta go out eventually, though, right? No, I, mean, I don't have to. Fucking pick the best way to go out. Right after you bust a nut. And then just like, yeah, sweet release. In this fucking life, too, while we're at it. That's a win-win, if you ask me. <laughs> I don't have to watch fucking Titans that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd, we'd throw you in the Lazarus pit for that. Yeah, no shit. You, oh, ain't, you ain't escaping this fate. Also, I will admit that the three main actors, the Harry, Ron, Hermione, all mm-hmm. three of them, they do have really good uh, chemistry on screen. Mm-hmm. I will admit that. That being said, still not a fan. Okay. I don't like it. And I'm sure half of our listeners are screaming their heads off right Probably now. Probably more than that. But. Wah, wah, wah. Look, if if you have a way to uh, argue the fact that Harry Potter isn't the most passive, useless fucking protagonist of all books, please send it in. You know our email address and our Twitter. You know my Twitter. Send it in. I will have a calm, logical conversation with you. You're going to get like an 86-page thesis statement from Rachel. All right, back so, to it. Got a few more DC stories. Excellent. I was trying to... Raise you back up. Although this one could Raise also, me up. this one could also kind of throw you into confused stupor because oh, we'll see what happens. yeah, there's a new statue. Yay! I saw this headline. I was like, "What the fuck?" It's Batman with a baby dark side. Um. Yeah. So this was apparently in a comic from recently. 
Uh, okay, I was gonna say because I don't recognize this at all. Yeah. This must be like a new one. It's a Batman with like a baby Bjorn around the front of his chest. Yeah, with a little baby dark side it's dark head. side head poking out. Yeah. Um. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I do like the purple on the inside of his cape. I was gonna say, yeah, fans really like this look. Apparently, it was voted one of the best costumes. Yeah, I was gonna say I like the, the purple, light gray, and yeah. the purple. And and the yellow on the belt, that's pretty dope. I like mm. that. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Why yeah. not? Anything with uh, Batman, I'm going to say yeah. Okay. It's very strange, though. Yeah. It's really nice artwork. I like the artwork a lot. Mm. So, that's uh, okay. So, yeah, this was apparently off of the, the Dark Knight's Metal series that came out last year. They did a seven or eight issue run, I think. Hmm. Uh, that's the one where, like, there's a... Have you seen the, the Joker that becomes a Batman and he's got, like, the spikes around his eyes or oh, something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to read that. I have not read mm-hmm. that yet. I'm going to check that out. Especially since it's only, like, a seven or eight-piece run. I should be able to yeah. kind of blaze through that. One more DC story. This one's really going to make you go, huh? I don't know if I want to play this game. <laughs> it's not exactly going to make you mad. It's, it's another one's like, what the fuck are they doing? Just like, they're just They're really ruining <clears> their... Uh, not ruining but they're really trying to ruin their movie universe again. So we've had some good news lately with Birds of Prey, with Ewan McGregor being cast as Black Mask. True, true, true. Know, yeah. Margot oh, Robbie's cool. come back as Harley Quinn and everything. Yeah, that looks So fun. today she, uh, I don't know, I was going to say tweeted out, but it was on Instagram, so she grammed out. Like, how do you, what do you say for that? She was on the gram. She was, she was gramming. <laughs> and uh, they have an official title now. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. That's that's the title. That's the title. That's the title with? of the movie. Now, is this real or is this her doing like some character acting where she's kind of just fucking around? No, this is one hundred percent the actual official title from Warner Brothers. Um. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do your thing. I don't even. I mean, the film doesn't come out until February of 2020, so we still have way over a year. Mm-hmm. But so things could change. But as of the moment, that is that's the official title: the Fantabulous Emancipation of One of Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. See, at first I thought, because like looking at like what's going on here uh-huh. with the lift, the lipstick on the screen, and like the little like drawings and stuff. Yeah, I thought maybe she was just doing some character acting. And yeah, she like was some like, kind of yeah. Deadpool, you know, yeah, yeah, she was just like in, in character and fucking around or something. Right. But uh. No, okay, yeah. that's what we're going with, huh? I haven't been able to watch the Suicide Squad that's movie yet. So. Yeah, I've tried it twice. Third got, time's a charm. I got 40 minutes through the first time and mm-hmm. thir- 35 minutes through the second time. So. Okay. Well, you add those two together and you're still not even done with the film because it's way too fucking long. I'm sure it is. That doesn't surprise me anyway. Yeah. Why don't they just call it, like, instead of Birds of Prey, since no one knows that comic except for, like, really deep DC people, why don't they just call it, like, Lady Ladies of Gotham or, or something like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Ladies of Gotham or, I mean, e- even just call it just, like, Harley Quinn. I just, right. like, run off that because that's the most yeah. well-known character you're going to get. That's the reason they're doing a subtitle, so they could put that in there. Why yeah. not just make it that? Yeah, just call said. it, like, the Harley Quinn movie or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, just I, flip it around, like, Harley Quinn, A Bird of Prey or something Yeah, like that. or, like, Harley Quinn, The Birds of Prey, have that be the subtitle or yeah. something? Because Har- Harley Quinn's your biggest name catcher there. Nobody knows who the fuck, like, Black Canary, Black Canary is except for me. 
Yeah, I don't know. I would just call it like honestly, I would go with Ladies of Gotham. That's what I would go with because I kind of like that, and that's enough for like everyone who's read or like knows a little bit about comic books would know that Gotham has something to do with like DC at least or like a comic book of some kind. They've heard of Gotham City. They know it's Batman. So you get that, and then maybe you get the confused people who are just gonna walk in there not knowing what the fuck it is. Yeah, I would call it Ladies of Gotham. Maybe just Ladies Night. <laughs> Harley Quinn, Ladies Night. That's a different movie. That's not a bad one. That's a different movie than what's not a bad there. one. I would watch that movie. So I'm making that movie up in my head right now. <laughs> you better move on to the next topic then. That is so confusing, but all right, yeah, sure. I I don't know how well she did. I still think it was a good casting choice to make Margot Robbie Harley Quinn. I don't know how well she did, though. Well, you saw some of it. If you've seen 40 minutes of it, you've I seen got to, like, one part, like, where she's dancing in the club, and mm-hmm. the Joker is uh, a cuck, apparently, and tries to get some other guy to bang his wife. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah. Um, well, that's why she's fantabulously emancipated. Then, yeah, so. well, she was emancipated already. She was fucking other dudes anyway. <laughs> fucking Suicide Squad. Go ahead. We got some Game of Thrones news now, too. Mm. We mentioned the prequel series before. Mm-hmm. They already cast uh, Naomi Watts for it. In an interview, George R. R. Martin has revealed that the actual prequel show will not feature the Targaryens. This is going to be set before they came to the rise. To Westeros? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So they're, they're still over in Valyria, over on the old continent. Huh. And what this also means, there very well may be no dragons. Well, yeah, I kind of knew that was going to happen anyway. Yeah. That's that's how you save money. That's that's like the most expensive part of the fucking Game of Thrones mm-hmm. show up Time anyway, and money. Uh, that, apparently, is that like the dragons are like the worst thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it takes so long to animate it too. That's one of the reasons why these final six episodes have been so delayed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, no Targaryens. So we're still going to have Starks, because mm-hmm. they were the part of the first man. Right. They were the last ones to bend their knee. The North is strong. So we'll have Starks. We'll have, like, Freys, I assume. We'll have, uh, like, Umbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, where did Catelyn come from? Tully. Probably have some Tullys. Still might be fun. I mean, if it's the same writers that we have from the Game of Thrones show, like, I'm not worried. Right. Anyway, like, those guys can write anything, obviously. Exactly. And it's still <clears> HBO. So yeah, and it's still great. HBO, so we're still going to get a lot of titties and blood. So mm-hmm. we're, we're all going to be happy. Yeah. As long as the final season doesn't suck so much that we're just, like, never going to watch another Game of Thrones thing ever again. (laughs) So in the same interview, George actually disclosed that even he himself is now mad that he hasn't finished Winds of Winter by this point. I'm sure he is. If I was him, I wouldn't even want to finish it at this point because it's not going to live up to what everybody's, like, looking forward to. Yeah. It's gotten too big at this point. Yeah. Here you go. You want to go ahead and read his official quote? going to use my voice. I assume me and him sound alike. Is he British? I don't remember. I don't think so. <laughs> I know there are a lot of people out there who are very angry with me that Winds of Winter isn't finished. And I'm mad about that myself, said Martin. I wished I finished it four years ago. I wished it was finished now, but it's not. And I've had dark nights of the soul where I've pounded my head against the keyboard and said, God, will I ever finish this? Jesus. <laughs> the show is going further and further forward, and I'm falling further and further behind. What the hell is happening here? I've got to do this. 
Not exactly a comforting thought from Son a guy who's supposed to be writing these. Bitch, yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's see, continuing his quote. I just got the Fire and Blood copy, and it's been a long while since I had a new Westeros book, and no one knows that as well as I do. I know that just as much as the angriest of the hardcore fans, and I have continued to publish other things. It's not like I've been on a seven-year vacation. I have Wild Cards books coming out. I don't even know what that is, every six months. But not like this, one that's entirely my writing. So to finish a book that I'm proud of and excited by was emotionally a big lift for me. So Fire and Blood is the history of the Targaryens. It's yeah. like a 300-page <clears throat> novel that he mm. just came out with. I really, I don't think he'll ever be able to finish it. It doesn't sound like it from that quote. <laughs> well, like, not even that, like, like... He is, like, extreme writer's block if that's what's going I on. I honestly think what he's going to do is finish it and then have it released, like, posthumously. Like, I don't think he wants to be around for when it's released, because... I think to him it's been built up so much that he's never going to be happy with how it's finished. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know that the fans won't be happy about it. No. He, he doesn't want that backlash. You're right. I bet. Exactly. So, yeah, I bet he finishes it and then it gets, like, released. He'll be like, yeah, you can send this shit out after I'm dead. Like, go fuck yourself otherwise. <laughs> it's a real bummer. I love George R. R. Martin. I think he's a fantastic writer. He's got so much balls for a writer. Like, to be a – it's one of the reasons I always like Stephen King where he has no problem killing off his character. Like, like – the Dark Tower we were just talking about. Like, right. Stephen King has no problem killing people off in that book. That's actually one of my uh, favorite interviews from the last few years. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. It was a chat between Stephen King and George R. R. Martin. They sat down for like 15, 20 minutes and oh, just like Jesus. interviewed each other. Wow. It's really cool. We'll have to the check amount it out of talent in one room. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. And they're both just huge fans of each other, too. Oh, really? So it's really cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah they kind of geek out on each other. I just assume they both sat there and be like, how much fun is it to kill off characters that people love? Is mm-hmm. that not, like, the, the best feeling ever? And they're both like, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah. the best. Oh, I fucking oh. love it. Oh. I get off to it, man. It's the best. <laughs> Last topic I had. New shows, new movies that are going to be coming to Netflix in the next month. I used to do that, like, a week before the Is this about started. the Santa Claus movie that's going to be coming out that I heard about on Pandora today? Have you uh, heard about that? That's uh, one of the ones. Is that on there? Okay, good, because we're definitely going to need to talk about that. Yeah. The main thing I wanted to talk about, I'm not sure if you know about this. I might not. I hadn't, but I haven't really watched the show or followed it too closely. But I know you're a big fan. It's apparently going to be the final season of Voltron coming oh. out here next month. Oh, poor Alex. I like Voltron. A big fan is Alex. Alex okay. is the big fan. All right. Alex is going to flip the fuck out. And they already know about this, I'm sure. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a holiday special of Sabrina mm-hmm. and Infinity War on Christmas Day. Nice. A post-apocalyptic film starring Sandra Bullock's. Yeah. I mean, take the good with the bad. Okay. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, do what you got to do. Yeah. It's the last season of Vulture. Although, there was another season of Castlevania, and Alex likes Castlevania, too, so okay. they might be okay. All right. So what we got here? Eight Mile. Oh, yeah. Astro Boy. Bride of Chucky, finally. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chris, Christine, though. That's yeah. fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Get some John Carpenter action. Yeah. Cloud of Chains of Meatballs. Crossro- Crossroads. Oh, it's a Netflix film. I thought mm-hmm. it was the Britney Spears film. Oh, no. oh, Friday and Friday after next. That's and next Friday. And next Friday, yeah, that's gonna trilogy. be that's gonna have to be a, we- a weekend for me there. Mm-hmm. Hellboy, I thought that was already on there. Maybe it's one of the animated ones. Fair. Man vs. Wild. Meet Joe Black. Is that the one with uh... Anthony Hopkins? Right. Yeah. Pitt. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where he's like the angel of death or something like that. Okay. Yeah. My bloody Valentine. Is that the new one that had Jensen Ackles in it? 
Oh no, that was my was my bloody Valentine 3D. That's that true. Was the uh, original 70s one. Oh shit, Reindeer Games, one of the worst movies ever made. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Okay. Have you watched how awful it is? I have not yet. It's great. It's got Ben Affleck's in it. Seven pounds. Is that the one with Will Smith where he's like donating his organs or some shit? Yeah. Okay. Shaun of the Dead. That's always a great film. Mm-hmm. Terminator Salvation. Is that the Christian Bale one? Yeah. That nobody liked. Not that many people liked. Okay. I know I didn't like it. It had some moments. It. That was the. It's uh, worth a watch. No, no, I watched it. I just didn't like it. That's fine. That was the uh, set he was on whenever he had his meltdown famous meltdown. The, yeah, the lighting guy. No, no, no. You're fucking delusional. We are done professionally, mate. Uh, the Big Lebowski, excellent. That'll ha- have to watch that when that comes out for sure. I don't know if Emma's ever seen that. I'm going to have to make her watch that. Ooh. She might not have ever seen that one. The Great British Baking Show, that's what's up. I love cooking shows. Okay. The Man Who Knew Too Little. I don't know what that is, I'll be honest with you. That is what I don't know. We got The Lobster coming out on 12-2. You need to check that out, dude. Oh, really? You're going to love it. I have no idea what have it I is. Have I not talked to you about this? No. Okay, so this European director, Yargos Montemos, is mm-hmm. the one that directed, wrote and directed it. This movie is He's bonkers. He's a really good power forward in the NHL, too, this, by the way. This movie is bonkers, and it stars Colin Farrell, Ooh. and it has John C. Riley, and uh-huh. you are going to fall in love with it. I'm in. I'm yeah. already in. I'm okay. not even going to tell you too much more, except one thing here. The like, future world where we have the technology now to transform people into animals. And it's a society where we don't like people who aren't in relationships. So if you're a single person, you have to go to this hotel or like a club med kind of thing where it's like everybody lives here and mm-hmm. you have your own separate uh, facilities. Yeah. And you have 60 days to fall in love with somebody and get them to marry you. <laughs> if you don't, you will be turned into the animal of your choice and you will live out the rest of your existence as an animal. No shit. Mm-hmm. That does sound fun. All yeah. Right. yeah. So no, I'm, I'm Colin Farrell that, right? was like, Wanted to become a lobster if he doesn't find anybody, so that's why he called a lobster. Okay, yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I love yeah. Colin Farrell. It's a fucked up movie, and it's really like dark and funny. And you're gonna absolutely love remind it. me about that when it comes back around because oh, I yeah. will forget for sure. So thank you. Blue Planet Two, which is always fun to watch. Those are Those great nature shows. Yeah. yeah, all the nature shows are great, especially if you, if you want to like eat a couple edibles yeah. and then just like sit in front of a giant screen and just kind of freak the fuck out and have a great time at the same time. Hero Mask. It's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. The Sound of Your Heart reboot season two. Are they doing a re- uh, another reboot? I loved reboot. Those <laughs> are my favorite shows growing up. District Nine. I mean, that movie's it's good, but it's way over liked. You know what I mean? Like, are overhyped. I mean, yeah. We got uh, Five Star Christmas. Don't know what that is. A lot of Netflix shit coming out there, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's their day. They're gonna drop it. God damn. That's one you should watch that show, don't you? My dad does. Oh, okay. My dad likes that show a lot, actually. The Ranch, the American Meme. Ooh, check that out. I love memes. Sin Senor Si Hi Pariso, season three. Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael Jackson's This Is It. Finally, that was his last movie. Mm-hmm. It's actually fun. Have you watched it? No. It is. It's real good. I don't care. I mean, Michael Jackson had a couple good songs, but like he was fucking kids at this point, so I don't really care. Uh, for Das, losing it. Another Netflix show. More Netflix shit. Wanted season three. Like wanted, like the comic. I think so. I think they turned it into a TV. Netflix show. has been doing a TV show of Wanted, and I haven't known about this. There's three seasons of it. Apparently, yeah. Motherfucker, I love Wanted. I'm gonna check that out. 
There's your there's your Sabrina. Dance and sing with true songs. <laughs> Fuller House. Oh boy. I didn't like Fuller House. So. Uh, da, 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 da. This is what I'm excited for. Roma. Mm-hmm. It's you the like new it? Alfonso Cuarón film. Oh, okay. Right on. It's supposed to be really cool. That'll be cool. They're actually co-releasing it in theaters for like two weeks, so it's going to be eligible for Academy Awards. A lot of people are saying it could be a good front runner. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Prince of Peoria, a Christmas moose miracle. Oh God, I'm going to have to watch that. That sounds amazing. Yeah. There's Voltron. Legendary Defender Season 8, apparently the last season. Sorry, Alex. You are obsessed with 20 other shows, so you're going to be okay for a little bit. They are for sure going to cry, though. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's There's nothing make, wrong with that. But it's going to make sure. them cry at the end, I'm sure. Yeah, no, 100% that's going to happen. Baby Mama. Oh, is that the one with Amy Poehler? And mm, Tiff? Yeah. That's actually a really fun movie. It's pretty funny. Have you ever watched it? No. It's legitimately pretty funny. Okay. I might give it I a mean, try. I mean, it's... It's Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Those are two of the funniest bitches alive. And they just kind of get to go crazy with mm-hmm. it. Like, you can tell there are scenes where it's just the two of them where you can tell that they're Im- improving, trying to break the other one. Nice. And it made it into the film. So, like, that's always fun to watch, at least for me as, like, a, like a comedy nerd. Yeah. Uh, oh, The Theory of Everything. Isn't that that uh, fucking Stephen Hawking movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, like, won a, a shit ton of fucking awards. Mm-hmm. Springsteen on Broadway, fuck yeah, the boss. That's what's up. I love Springsteen, I don't care. It's hard not to. He's the man. Ellen DeGeneres, finally. Uh, God, more Netflix shit. God damn, Netflix, take a break. Give me some shit that I like. <laughs> hey, season 11 of Parts Unknown, that's what's up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Anthony Bourdain, he's the man. He's dead. He was the man. And Parts Unknown is a great show. He just goes to like random countries and then like instead of going to like tourist traps they'll go to like cool ass restaurants and bars and shit like that because oh, yeah. anthony bourdain is was one of the coolest dudes alive he was a fucking bad motherfucker and that's the same day that infinity war drops yeah, christmas day cool we can all watch uh, spider-man die again i don't feel so good mr stark bill murray stories what's up with that check that shit out Apparently a documentary. They sat down and like interviewed him for a while and just tell a bunch of stories. Why is Crow T Robot on there? Uh, that, that was on the November. Oh, uh, was that they from the, new... the newest version they did? Did you ever watch that? I haven't yet, no. I tried to. They've got some new episodes coming this week. This I did weekend. not get through the first episode of the new Netflix Mystery Science Theater. Okay. Maybe you will. I know me and you are both pretty big Mystery Science Theater fans, so I didn't get through it. That's all I'm going to say. That's fine. <laughs> One of those is yummy mummies. That's hilarious to me. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we got some good shit coming in here in uh, in December yeah. for uh, Netflix. About time they started putting some good shit on there because they keep dropping stuff that I like. Yeah. It's just like, Speaking fuck. of dropping stuff, should we click on this? See what's leaving? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I don't think there's anything on there that I like anymore. What do, you, what do you have to watch here in the next Yeah. 10 days? Yeah, the next two days. Oh, Moana. Oh, Moana's leaving? Sons of Anarchy's leaving? Shit. I haven't finished that yet. There you go. Time to binge. <sighs> I mean, I have Amazon. I'll just get it on that. Spider-Man 3! Hellraiser, Hellbound, da, 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 Groundhog Day, Spy Hard. The Covenant. Oh, man. They're getting rid of The Covenant? Oh, that movie's so good. It's one of the worst films ever made. Okay. Oh, oh, 
all the air buds are leaving. Yeah. I'm going to fucking cancel Netflix. Fuck and this Brave shit. Little Toasters. I like the Brave Little Toaster. Thank you very much. You. It's amazing, man. What the fuck are you talking about? Trolls, Battle Royale. Teeth. Oh, Teeth's a good movie. Have you seen that one? No. It's the one where the girl has uh, teeth in her vagina. Oh, okay. It's pretty amazing. Not as good as Step Up to the Streets. No, Teeth is definitely better. Teeth is one of my favorite uh, monster movies of all time. Because it's like the whole story is that uh, she's like this, um, she's like a re- religious girl, and she won't, uh, like you know, she won't have sex until marriage, and she's in high school and stuff like that. And um, she, uh, she has like a promise ring and does like you know talks to middle schoolers and stuff, and then she gets essentially raped. Almost by this other guy who was like a church going girl or church going guy with her. Okay. And then as he's trying to rape her, her teeth, it's called vagina dentata, which is like a legit myth that used to exist about like a woman having teeth in her vagina. Those things happen and it bites the dude's dick off and he dies from that. And then like there's a whole story behind the whole thing from that too. But it's actually a really fun movie. I'm a big fan of teeth. It's actually a lot of fun. Okay. And the guy who rapes her is the lead singer of, uh, oh, fuck, what's that band? All American Rejects. Oh, really? Yeah. He gets his <laughs> dick cut off, or bit off. It's hilarious. Watch that movie before it leaves. I think you're going to like it. It's a lot of fun. December 10th, everybody. Go check it out. Teeth is amazing. It's a really fun movie. Oh, they're going to get rid of the Curse of the Black Pearl. Oh, no. Not another Disney Pirates of the Caribbean. Nobody gives a fuck. I hate Pirates of the Caribbean. I'll have to find a new way. Finally watch Sons of Anarchy, though, now. So that's one thing. Yeah. It might actually jump over to Hulu or Amazon or something. I'm Usually sure it whenever. will. Somebody's going to pick that up. Usually when shows leave Netflix, it's because they signed a contract with other... Yeah, because Netflix is starting to suck now. Like, they're losing a lot of shit. I mean, that's why they're doing so much original stuff. I think Hulu's better than Netflix, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Hulu's got King of the Hill. Netflix, I got King of the Hill. I've been watching a shit ton of King of the Hill, dog. Oh, yeah? I love that show. <laughs> <sighs> All right, buddy. Have we casted enough pods at this point? I mean, it's a pretty good amount there. Yeah, I mean, that'll be... There aren't any long silences? Or... I don't think so. Yeah. Nah, I think we're going to be good. Yeah. All right, guys, we hope you had a really good Thanksgiving, because this is going to come out about a week or two after Thanksgiving. So I hope you had a lot of fun. We're sending positive vibes out towards you. Thank you again so much for listening. We love you. You are the greatest fans in the world. Uh, if you want to get a hold of either of us, you can follow Andrew at at BigGuyACV on Twitter. That's me. Uh, if you want to see something funny or a guy who actually tweets, you can follow me on Twitter at MelchKnowsBest, which is M-E-L-C-H, knows best with a K. Yeah, it's best with a K. Follow that. Um, or you can follow our show at the A2Z Show, number two, of course, uh, Z Show. On Twitter, get all the updates on when we're dropping new episodes, when we're recording. We'll send out for more viewer questions. By the way, keep sending those in. Those are amazing. Uh, they mean a lot to us. It's also just fun to hear. You don't, you don't even just have to send questions. If you just have like comments or anything, we'll read them on the air. It's just fun to hear that other people are listening to this. It blows both of our minds. Uh, also, if you want to get a hold of us but you don't want it to be public on Twitter so people can see that you listen to us, which I get. You know, so it's understandable. You can email us at um, a2zshow.ask at gmail.com. Uh, send any kind of questions or comments on that. 
as always, whatever app you're listening to this on, go ahead and uh, give us a rating. Give us five stars if you want, stuff like that. Tell your friends. Let's let's get this podcast going. Uh, you guys and gals are the best. We love you. Positive vibes, and uh, you're all beautiful. Hope you had a good holiday, and we will see you uh, next time, right? I hope so. Does sound good? Sounds great. All right. I love you guys, and I love you, Barbel. Peace out. All right. Bye-bye, guys.